starting our first podcast. Hi, hello. Hello, how are you? That's Lindsay. That is Sam. Samantha. <laughs> Do you want to go by Sam? I think Sam, because okay. I don't like Samantha. And I feel like when people call me Samantha, I'm being scolded. Samantha. For something. It's true. Um, I had a girl correct me the other day. I was like, isn't your name Sam? And she goes, Samantha. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> people, old people, whenever they ask me what my name is, they're like, oh, like Samantha? And I'm like, yeah, but if I wanted you to call me Samantha, I would say my name is Samantha. Yeah. I clearly won't go by Sam. And it, I don't know why, it just makes me so fucking mad. Well, because <laughs> you're like, this is my name. Don't give me a pet name. It angers me. Or when people call me fucking Sammy. I absolutely cannot. But Jammy! But that's different. Like, you're my best friend. But when someone is like, hey, Sammy, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I know. They don't really do that. They call me Lou sometimes, but I don't care. I call you Lou. You do call me Lou. Okay, back on topic. So, Sam and I have decided to start a podcast. This podcast is called My My Favorite Animal. Animal. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously inspired from My Favorite Murder. Because we love it so much, but sometimes we all, you know, we're not in the mood to listen to murder Murders. story. Like maybe we're feeling really down about we something. Just have a lighthearted, lighthearted animal, animal story. Yeah, and I feel like there's so many different species of animals out there that people don't really talk about. And so yeah. I always fall asleep during documentaries, but I feel like yeah. a podcast that yeah. I'm like working and I'm listening to, maybe I won't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want me to go first? Yeah. All right. Well, I chose the narwhal this week. It is the unicorn of the sea. Ooh. And it's believed that the narwhal is what made the unicorn legends. Oh, so it wasn't a horse. It was like the yeah. unicorn. I mean, the narwhal started. Yeah. And then it developed into a horse. Yeah, I guess so. So the narwhal have two teeth. Well, um, I got mixed reviews on this one. So a couple places said they have two teeth, and then a couple places said they only have one teeth, but their tusk is actually a tooth that grows through their upper lip. Um, and males grow tusks up to eight to ten feet long. Females can sometimes grow grow a small one, but it's not very typical. Did you say ten feet long? 10 feet long. Their tusks can be 10 feet fucking long. That's fucking long. That's like almost as long as like, I'll, I'll get to how long they can be, but it's really fucking long. It's over half of their body length. Do they break often? Um, I didn't find anything that said that they do, but narwhals are like super, super shy. Like the scientists don't even know what their tusk is for because they haven't studied them very much. Yeah, They're like very like... elusive creatures. So they don't fight? They haven't seen them like fight? They've seen them like I'll get to it, but it, it says that they like tap. <laughs> they can tap and scrape them and like rub them against each other, and they think it's for communicating and that it's a sensory organ, but they're not sure. They have no idea. Um, so they're related to bottlenose dolphins, belugas, harbor porpoises, and orcas. They typically travel in groups and feed on fish and shrimp and squid. Their groups are often 15 to 20, but um, groups of 100 to 1,000 have been spotted, which is really fucking cool. Can you just imagine, like, no. being at the beach and there goes a thousand fucking narwhals? A little horn just, like, bumping out. Yeah, the water. that'd be the coolest fucking thing in the world. That'd be pretty dope. 
So um, native Arctic people hunt them for their tusks and their skin, which is an important source of vitamin C in the traditional Arctic diet. And through the Middle Ages, the tusks were sold to cure epilepsy, strengthen the heart, and do, induce pes, pres, perspiration. Oh, really? So bite for poison. They put it on their armpits? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Or if someone like was sick and needed to sweat out a fever or um, something. I don't know. But so the epilepsy. <clears throat> epilepsy. So was it the proven thing or did it kind of like debunk and it was just like a, I don't know. It's probably like the... Like how in India they sell like elephant tusks because they say that it can cure fucking everything in the world. It's probably one of those things, but they didn't really go into detail. They can't do that. No. <coughs> They're close. They're friends. They seem like they would be. Yeah. They don't really know how many are in the world because they're so elusive. And because we but, don't look at the sea enough. Yeah, we don't look at the sea enough, clearly, but they don't ever fucking see them, so they know that they're probably friend. Mm-hmm. Um, so the word, word narwhal comes from the Old Norse nar, which means corpse, and wall, which means whale. So, um, corpse whale, because of their pale, multicoloring that make them look like drowned soldiers. Mm-hmm. Their scientific name is monodon monoceros, which means one-toothed whale. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. The legend of the narwhal with the Inuits and the indigenous people of the Arctic is that <clears throat> a crow woman was pers- persuaded by her son to tie the end of a harpoon, harpoon rope around her waist, um, and when he threw the weapon and successfully struck a large whale, she was pulled into the ocean. There in the dark depths, she became a narwhal and bore a tusk born from her hair, which had been wrapped and twisted around the rope. So that's. I wish there was a cooler legend. I really thought that there would be a cooler legend with a narwhal. That's pretty cool. But I like totally didn't even look up legends online. Really? That's like what I'm totally going for. And then mine is all hard scientific. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I want the legend. <laughs> I know. I'm not gonna. I'll do that next time. I just kind of didn't think about it. That's funny. Um, so, the narwhal is also a great speculation, subject of great speculation in the book 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. The character Ned Land believed that the creature possessed the inclination for running ships through with its tusks. Um, so narwhals can reach lengths of 11 to 17 feet. So, if their fucking tusk is 10 feet long, that's over half of their body length. That's nuts. Isn't that fucking nuts? This doesn't make sense, because it seems like it would throw them off balance. They're like so fucking skinny. Like they start kind of fat, but they get like like super point like a fucking needle. Hold on, let me let Roxy in because she's wearing a fit. That's our dog, her dog, my niece's dog. up to 11 to 17 feet and the females can weigh up to 22 pounds 2200 pounds and the males up to 3500 pounds so the nerves in the tusk suggest that it's a sensory organ um, that they use to collect information about their environment and males tap or scrape their tusks together to communicate with each other but like i said they still don't know exactly what it's for Hmm. um so i found some fun facts but some of them i already talked about so their closest living relative is the beluga. Um, their tusks grow their whole life, and as it grows, it spirals to the left, which hmm. is kind of interesting. 
the tusk can bend about 12 inches before breaking, so that's probably wow. why they don't break. Yeah. Like so it's a like a tooth. Yeah, it's like a tooth, but it's like, it's not as dense as like a human yeah. or bone, I guess. I don't know. Um, there are no narwhals in captivity, which I think is that's really cool. Nice. They live year-round in Arctic waters, um, and during the winter, they dive deeper than any recorded marine mammal. Wow. Um, they dive t- to 2,600 feet over 15 times a day, at least, wow. and up to 4,900 feet. So are they, like, are they blowhole breeders? You know how... Oh, they're whales. Yeah, they're whales, so, yeah, they're whales, so they I'm sure they have a their mammals. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, narwhals are threatened by climate change, but they're not... I mean, who's not threatened by climate yeah. change? <laughs> um, and the increasingly destructive impacts of human activity in the Arctic. Of course. Um, narwhals are known to be aggressive, so they're not like sweet little dolphins. Mm-hmm. No one has ever seen a narwhal eat. I thought that was an That's interesting fact. Weird. Yeah. So, maybe they don't even hunt. Yeah. No, they would just... Well, there's a lot of them that's, that were like... They, people used to think that narwhals use their tusks for hunting, but that's not possible because even if they speared something with their tusks, they wouldn't be able to get it. And their tusk is so long that they wouldn't even really be able to aim with it. And they only eat small fish and shrimp and stuff, so it would be possible to do that. So there's never been like a sighting where a narwhal and a killer whale, maybe he like punctured the killer whale. <laughs> the reason why I got that fact is because I searched if there's any been record any recorded human deaths, which there hasn't been, and that's where I got that no one's seen an hour eat. Can you imagine like being punctured by a ten foot horn? No, <laughs> be pretty sick. <laughs> but I had no idea narwhals are so interesting. I thought they, they were are. just like sweet little babies. And like, who knows what else we'll find out about yeah, them? Yeah, we don't know like anything about them. Like that's all that I could find. I wish, so I just want to tell y'all that Sam's is very neat, and she has everything really organized, and mine is like, not, and there's one page here, and then it's on the back, and then you gotta go five more pages, and then there's the next one. (laughs) And I would just like to say, this is the perfect example of who we are as people. So, yes. (laughs) So mine might be a little scattered. Um, Okay. all vultures. I'm doing one specific vulture. There's actually 23 different types of vultures. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't know there were 23 different types. That's funny. And there's a lot of really pretty ones. Basically, I just picked the prettiest one. What does it look like? Well, make me see it. So, (laughs) they're called the Eurasian Griffin Vulture. Um, I don't know, the scientific name is Gyphus Fulvus or something like that. So this vulture's like head is white and fuzzy, like Ooh. a bunny, like fuzzy white. Ooh. It's kind of like bald. Yeah. And then like the bottom feathers are light brown, but then it has like this darker feather underneath its wings. Mm. So it's like I didn't see any other ones that were like pretty light brown ones. That's cool. Like the ones we have here. Oh, like just were black. Yeah. yeah. Now there's some um, that are like really beautiful and they're like white and gray. And there's some that have like crazy orange on their face and stuff. But That's I like this cool. one. It spoke to me, the pretty brown feathers. I was like, yeah, you're the one. So, vultures are divided into different uh, groups. So, there's the 
is old world world cultures and new world. So old world is in Asia, Europe, and Africa. So that's where this one's at, so they're not here. Um, I just want to clear up the difference between vultures and buzzards. Ooh, yes, please. So, <laughs> Buzzards actually hunt, and they're a type of hawk, and they like hunt their prey. Okay. Sometimes they'll eat dead stuff if they're desperate, but okay. usually they hunt like mice and things. Vultures um, basically only eat carcasses, and like if they are desperate, they will pick off things that are dying, but they don't just like hunt everything. So, do buzzards cool. circle like vultures do? No. Wait. Do buzzards? Buzzards do. The circling mm -hmm. vultures, vultures don't. don't. Okay, they yeah. just hang around. And That's don't. like a common myth. Right? Oh. Um, so yeah, vultures clean up carcasses. They help prevent the spread of disease to other animals that way because there's not a bunch of dead shit laying around. All That's pretty cool. They're like a really big part of the ecosystem. ecosystem. Yeah. Um, so this particular vulture's wingspan is from seven and a half feet to nine feet. Wow. Span can go from 10 feet to 11 feet. Can you imagine seeing that thing circling down on you? No, it's taller than you are. Yeah. It's and um, this one, this uh, the griffin goes from 14 pounds to 23 pounds. So it's bigger than my small dog. Ritty, they could definitely pick up Roxy if they wanted to, but they don't. Most vultures are. They like other vultures. They're, They're they like a community. No. Oh. <laughs> they love they like eating each out. other. Yeah. yeah, they like colonizing. So Ew. these guys dripping away. Come here. Hey. Okay. So these guys. That's um, pretty cool. Yeah, they like love having families. That's nice. They establish a nesting colony. Regulate with their temperature for hot and cold. So they, <laughs> the 
if it's like cold outside, they tuck their neck in real tight like this <laughs> and have a double chin. And then if it's hot outside, they stick their neck out so that more of their skin is exposed. So it can change from skin exposure from like 7% to 32%. So wow. Yeah, they can cool off easier or keep warmer. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, this is like an all-around vulture fact, but their tummies, um, the stomach acid is super, super high. Like it's almost like battery acid compared to humans. So from so since they can eat all this dead stuff, if there's any bad bacteria in their stomach, acid they can kill it before it's done digesting. That's cool. Thought that was pretty neat. Um, Vulture Awareness Day is on September first. Oh. Uh, no wait, I'm sorry. Not it's the first Saturday of each September. Oh. Sorry. First Saturday of September. So it's not the first. That's like Memorial Day. So first weekend in September, first, um, yeah, I think it's like the first Monday of September. Something else is special on the first September. Okay, so I didn't do any legends, but I do have one really cool, interesting fact. Okay. So in 2013, this is the Griffin vulture that I'm doing, not just like any vulture. A woman was hiking in the Pyrenees and fell to her death, but. Griffin vultures cleaned her carcass up before rescuers had time to find her body. Damn. So by the time they got there, it was just bones and clothes. Oh, damn. That's and creepy. Oh, I was like, damn. And that was like the first one that they found. Damn, that's enough. creepy. So yeah, that's um, little vulture facts. I just love I like them. It. I know. We love vultures. I love them. They don't harm anyone. They just like clean up after everyone. They're yeah. so selfless. Like... <laughs> <laughs>
Thomas, we're pretty cool. We just really like animals. He doesn't. As I'm staring at a fish tank. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Those little babies. Lindsay's boyfriend is obsessed with fish. He already was trying to get on, on this podcast, yeah. and I was like, you're not a part of the team. He can do a guest experience. Guest not experience. Guest experience. Guest, um, he can do VIP. a celebrity appearance on one of them, but so he's going to have, like, college stuff. Yeah, he's like, he's actually, like, he will know more smart as shit, and we're just, you know, whatever. Hey, we're for the people, by the people, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I could make our dogs bark on command. I know, but I can't. We could just like record it. I have it. a really cute recording of Roxy doing her oh thing that we can use. Maybe we can like act like we're leaving and then we'll start barking. She, she only does it whenever she gets real excited and wants to play or thinks she's gonna go on a WALK. Oh well, I don't want to commit to that. No, me either. It's I too damn cold outside. <laughs>